This episode of Reasonably Spontaneous Conversation is brought to you in part by Clay Boykin Life and Business Coaching, because we all get stuck at times. For more information, visit clayboykin.com. By Janelle Bean, for fun and engaging children's books with cute and colorful characters. For more information, visit janellebean.com. And by Wise Owl Organizing, simply set up for you. Organizing consulting and clarity coaching, virtual or in person. For more information, visit wiseowlorganizing.com. Hello, world. It's me, Dennis. And today I have Noemi Barris of Podcast Connections on. Hello, Noemi. Hello, Dennis. Thank you for having me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Please tell me in Podcast Connections, tell me about the, the history of it, how you decided from Cyprus to decide to have a global connection to be able to get people who want to be on podcasts to people who have podcasts and bring them together. What was the germ of the idea and how did you and Gabor do that? Actually, we were always in the global business world, uh, yes. uh, to be honest. Um, you know, we started our own online travel related business back in 2007 and we lived back in Ireland. So it's a bit like more, more northern part of Europe. Yes. Uh, so, so we lived there and uh, I told Gabor that I have, want to be an entrepreneur and you know we came across this business model this online travel related business model and we really liked it so we started working in it in back in 2007 so it was kind of a global business all the time and we really enjoyed it and yeah it was great and I was kind of a content creator for this business, uh, kind of a travel writer, I have to. <laughs> and so we enjoyed that until COVID hit us uh, in 2020. And, um, you know, we were told and the world told us that it's going to be two weeks and everything's going to be fine. And the travel business is going to go back. And no worries. Don't worry about it. It will be fine. It will be fine. And we're just, we're just stopping for two weeks and everything's going to be fine. But unfortunately, that wasn't true. So we had to figure out something because uh, obviously the business travel business uh, world collapsed. And thankfully, and the universe, you know, was working with us. And my husband had a mentor called Stephen uh, from Ireland, who was in this big podcasting business in big podcasting world much way 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 before us and uh, he told us that why don't you start something in podcasting because this is the future and people are now you know are at home and there there's lockdown and everything and you know podcast and podcasting is going to be so popular in the the coming years and you know why not i mean you know this is this is great and it is uh, we we we've gotten past 2 million podcasters now you have a, a number that are that are continuing to do but but still yeah. it is a way of connecting people in in a in a different aspect that really gets a, a chance to get into the individual choices and interest of the human being absolutely yeah and and that's the best part of it that you know we're connecting people we're sharing knowledge and we're still in cyprus euro and we're connecting people in the US, in Canada, in Taiwan, in you know, Singapore, wherever you are in the world, 
you can still you know work with us and we can work with you and be connected yeah so how did you go about it how did how did you go all right so you have this idea color and and you have this idea how do you go about building it well i mean you know we already had some kind of experience <laughs> in the in in marketing in online marketing and in e-commerce we had kind of e-commerce ventures as well before so yeah it was a good starting point so we started to look for e-commerce experts uh, in the online marketing world but we were focusing on female entrepreneurs and female e-commerce experts because Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. I know you support the, the female aspect of of the business. It, it is one of my. It is one of my uh, my core beliefs is that we're over masculine, and under feminine in our leadership roles in government, and in business, and that the only way we're going to balance out the planet, is to be able to bring more women into the decision making space in our businesses, in our government, in our NGOs. So now anyway, continue. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> Enough, Dennis gets off his soapbox and goes back to Noemi and please continue. <laughs> yeah, so um, we, we realized that podcasts need to hear their voices, the female voices, because the, the e-commerce world is pretty male orientated. Uh, until up today. And that's why we thought, you know, they need to go on podcasts. They need to hear their voices. And we only started just working with female entrepreneurs, female e-com experts, but like step by step, obviously we have we had you know we had started to build up our business, and obviously we work with uh, male clients as well. I mean, you know, we're not like only focused on female voices, but that was the most important part. That's how we started. That's how we you know begin begun the business. So tell me your business model. So now podcast connections. Well, you have you have two ends of it. You have people who want to be on uh, on podcasts, and then you also have podcasters like myself who are looking for prime guests to be able to serve our audiences. So now, how do you reach us both? That's correct. I mean, you know, we now that we are, you know, we have a network of of, of podcasts and hosts. It's it's much more easier because we have referrals and you know word of mouth and. You know, many, many hosts who actually work with us, uh, we referred someone to them, like a client, like a, you know, guest expert. And they asked us like, oh, I really like your, you know, client. And, you know, she or he was great on the show. And would, would you want to work with me? Because I love to be on podcast too. So actually we have a lot of clients who are hosts as well, who wants to be on shows, who wants to be on other people's podcasts because they want to, they want to, you know, promote their podcast. So that's how it's it's connecting, but we also help obviously hosts to get clients and get um, speakers and guests on their shows. So yeah, it's it's it, both ways. It works both ways perfectly. It is, uh, you know, it's 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 an extraordinary time in being able to get people to connect. So are most of your most of your clients are they in? already in commerce? Or are they looking to get their message out? So you have your client base is your prime client base people who are looking to like, a, like a PR agency where you are you are going about and 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 connecting with PR ho with, with uh, podcast hosts and saying, Oh, I have a terrific guest for you. How does how, how does the how are the ways that you work on on a day to day basis? Exactly like a PR agency, it just 
you know, working in the podcast world or, you know, we are into summits as well. So if, you know, if our client want to be on a summit, we can organize it too, or an Insta live, Facebook live. So it's not only just solely focused on podcasts, but that's our main core, like part of the business. And, uh, you know, we, I always tell people, you know, when I ask this question, it's like, you know, podcast hosts are human, you know, we are all human. So we just get in touch with them. And, and my main space is LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. And I think it's working really well for us. And, you know, if I want to get to know someone, I'm just saying hello to them. I'm introducing myself and, you know, I'm listening to their podcast, a couple of episodes, and I tell them what I think about their podcast. And we're just getting connected. We start to network. And that's how we start build relationship with anyone in the podcasting world. Oh, that is a, and that is a, so where do you want to grow this? How, how are you connecting with other, with, with uh, other, not just the podcasters, but, but the world and the audience as well. So you're beginning, have you, are you, you're part of a podcasting group. You invited me to a, to a wonderful meeting the other yeah. day. So, so there, there, there are, there are nodes that are beginning to be able to get to bring podcasters together to be able to share best practices and and the thing are are you part of that process too aren't you yeah absolutely you know we're open to anything i mean you know if you have a great networking opportunity for example with cami you know you were in the group and yeah we just uh, she started her podcast when we started our business and we <laughs> got to you know got to know each other at that time and since then we are working very well together and like we work with other hosts as well. And I know about their families, when their son getting married, when are they on holiday and what's their favorite book. And you know, it's just this relationship with people. And yeah, it's only networking and getting to know each other. Yeah. What are the challenges of being, you're in Cyprus, which is in the Eastern, uh, in, in Central Europe, East. Eastern time, it's, it's like uh, right. Eastern right. Europe. Eastern Europe time. So what the challenges of working in a global world when you've got people in Singapore, people in the United States and that how, how are you how are you dealing with that? We are, it's, it's so cool because we are way ahead of you like in time. So when my clients are sleeping, you know, in Florida or California, or in New York or anywhere in the world, we're already like, you know, organizing their interviews. So by the time they wake up, they have their podcast interviews ready. So we are ahead of you in time. Of course, if you're in Asia, that's that's a bit better because we are closer to each other in time. Uh, but it it works perfectly. I mean, obviously, uh, when I have I'm having like podcast guesting or interviews, I have to stay up stay up a bit later and doing my interviews. But that's part of the business, you know. I mean, you know, we are in Europe, so we can do anything about the time zones and time differences. So we have to be flexible about it. But are most of the podcasters or a large portion of them in the United States or in there, or is this a, a global, where, where is Where is your, your, your primary, your primary client base? U.S. and Canada. I mean, mostly. Uh, we also work with a couple of uh, hosts from New Zealand or Australia, but the time differences are really big between like Europe, U.S. So it, it can be tricky with them, but mainly U.S., Canada. Yeah. And some, some U.K., uh, host as well not not too many right and all right so now what makes a great one of the things that I love about what you do is that when you when I got a chance to get contacted about a particular a particular client that ha, uh, had one of your representatives uh, reached out to me and said hey I have and there they had already built 
here are the reasons why this would make a good guest. And you have your questions and you have your questions to be able to help to seed the podcaster, no matter who, what level of uh, expertise that that particular podcaster does, that requires a lot of research on your part. Exactly. I mean, I would say like 50% of our work is research. I mean, that's why we have our, you know, assistant representatives to, to work with us because it involves a lot of research. We have to go deep in the podcasting world and know which podcast, what niche are in it, because that's the most important thing when you have a guest. It's, it's, I always tell to my clients and I always tell on podcast interviews as well that doing podcast guesting and it's not about the numbers and episodes and downloads. Of course it is, it, it's important. But the most important part is your niche. I mean, uh, as long as you have your niche and you are in your niche and you're talking to your people, to your audience, it doesn't really matter if it's a big podcast, smaller, mid-sized, just talk to your people and your niche. It doesn't mean, mean anything. I, I'm so glad to hear you say that because I, I, I was thinking about the model of, <clears throat> let's say that, that Ferrari, wants to advertise in the, in the New York Times. Well, they are only looking for two or three people for that ad in the New York Times. <clears throat> so that if you get your client base, your particular ones that are really interested, your raving fans, you can really develop your podcast that way. Absolutely. That that's That's all about it. Plus, the other thing that when you like a couple of you know clients of ours, they just start podcast guesting. Not everybody is a pro who who works with us, and we always tell them. Is one of someone told me the other day that podcast guesting is like you're going to the gym. It's like you're not going to develop muscles in like in two days or like two weeks. I mean, you need to go to that gym, you know, persistently, consistently for weeks, for months until you get stronger and you have your muscles build up. It's the same with podcast guesting. It's you're not going to be famous and you're not going to have like a big fortune after one interviews. And unfortunately, we had that experience too with a couple of people who started with us. And after one interview, they told me this like, OK, so I'm going to stop now. And I, I'm going to see the results. So what's going to happen? And it's like, obviously, there's nothing going to happen after one interview. You have to do it constantly and persistently. It's not about like, you know, it's not about um, one day wonder or anything like that. You're not going to be famous in, in a day or two. It, no. It, it takes no, 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 no. And, and if you look at and one of the things that I love about reading biographies is that it says exactly that, Noemi. It says, persistence, persistence, persistence. That is the only way I even, I, I, you know, you, you talk about, uh, you talk about any of the, uh, the, the great writers, and you see that they paper their, they paper their walls with the rejection slips, where you, we have to keep going at it, because you never know when the, you reach that tipping point. But getting the practice to be able to get on the uh, get on the podcast to be able to get into the art of conversation to be able to go back i mean i notice you i mean you you speak in really strong sound bites you have worked you have worked to be able you get a small sound bite and then you go on and you pass it back to the host do you do you talk to the podcast guests about things like that to be able to to get them to to uh to be a a good conversationalist on a podcast yeah, yeah, we, you know, if somebody needs help with it or inexperienced uh, in podcast guesting, we always have 
you know, tips and tricks that we can, we can help them and to start with podcast guesting. Even if, if they're not so sure about their topics, talking points when they start the guesting, we also help them to develop those topics. And that's the same with our existing clients as well. If, you know, topics, talking points change, and uh, we, we have to develop those and, and maybe lift them to a different level and, and have them with our expertise. And be, because we know what the, the hosts want and what the podcasters want. So, yeah, we helped them to sell them to them with, uh, with great you know, topics. And, um, yeah. How have you built relationships with the hosts and build them so that you are you are someone that like you have with me, you you uh, reached out to me, we kept uh, we kept connected, you said, uh, here's the possibility of a host and you and a possibility of a guest for you to be able to have and here here. So you have now developed a do uh, you have developed a rapport with me. So now whenever I get an email from you, I go, Oh, well, here's someone that uh, here's someone that I want to really take a look at to see whether or not they want to uh, want to work with me. So that's the kind of thing that you begin working with other podcast hosts. Exactly. Like building trust. It's so important. And they know you. And plus, if you work with reliable people and great experts who are really experts in their field, um, it, it's awesome. And, and you can they know that if I send them, it's just not about like I'm obnoxious or something like that. But if I send them, they know they're good because we only work with the people we like to work with and we know they are good at what they're doing. So it, it's important that they're really experts in their field and they are top notch. So we can we can work together and I can, you know, stand for them and you know, see this is this is a great expert and she knows what she talked about. So yeah, we can we can tell that. And, and I had a great, a great experience with hosts and they told me it's like, you know, I never read any emails from agents because they're just flooding me with emails and you know, different. But if I get one from you, I always read it. It's like Thank you. <laughs> that was the biggest appreciation I got. So. Thank you. And I echo that. I echo that anytime <laughs> I see you in anytime I see you in the in the subject line, I know that's something that I want to be able to, to pay attention to. So where Thank are you, you. taking uh, podcast connections in this next year? How do you how do you laying out your plans and, and how you want to continue to grow? I mean, um, we, we're doing what we're doing, you know, persistently and consistently. And we're still a boutique agency. We, so we don't want to serve 100 clients and we're not going to aim like, you know, we don't want to be the top kings of queens, whatever, yes. of the podcast world. But um, we would like to offer extra services to, for our clients. Um, and that's what we're working on as well. Plus, uh, it would be, it's also in the plans to probably have some kind of training for people who wants to start podcast guesting so we can share our expertise with them. But that's, it's not near future. It's that's, yeah. Absolutely. Future, probably, <laughs> yeah. So, so what is your life like away from podcast connections? Tell me about, tell me about Cyprus and tell me about how, how life is there and, and, and. Give me some some background because I'm here in the United States. I'm here in Texas. And so I get so I want to know more. T tell me through your eyes. I mean, Cyprus is a beautiful place in the Mediterranean. It's it's a holiday destination. It's, it's kind of a holiday island. Uh, now it's changing its character because of the, the COVID and everything. The whole world stopped and Cyprus stopped because it relies on uh, on the travel industry and on, on, on travelers. 
but now it, it's changing a bit. So we there's getting more like tech people and tech companies coming to this small island. So the world is changing, but we are still a tiny island here in Europe. Uh, everybody thinks we are part of either Turkey or Greece, but it's not. It's, Cyprus is it's an own entity. It's independent and they speak Greek and so uh, and life is, is kind of relaxed here but obviously when you have to pay your bills your rent and everything you still have to work for it and some people misunderstand it because they think they are on a holiday when they live here and they think it's oh it's everything brilliant and our money is gonna be enough forever and it's like oh. a dream yeah and after two six months they moving back to their home countries because right life is not a holiday here either you have to work for your money and um, you have to do uh, and you are probably the luckiest person if you have your own business and to run your own business and you're not working in the catering travel industry in hotels because that's hard work here as well to, to serve people and uh, to work for holiday making sure How, what but, is uh, the internet what is the internet infrastructure in cyprus is it good and solid? I mean, are you able to get are you able to get a good solid internet? Because that's the thing that I'm thinking of. I mean, wherever we're going to move, wherever Melissa and I are going to move in our in our lives, I know that I can do go anywhere in the world as long as I have a good solid internet connection. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, after Ireland, it was like it's a huge shock because that was like 10, 11 years ago we moved from Ireland to, to Cyprus. And this is a huge step back, like backwards, because uh, this infrastructure and, you know, the speed of the Internet and the quality of the Internet just wasn't there. But in the last 10 years, it's changed a lot. So it was a huge change. So now we can work easily. I mean, we always had our online business, you know, 10 years ago as well. Sometimes we had trouble with the internet speed, but now it's 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 we're getting there. We're getting there. We have more internet providers, not only one or two. So <laughs> we're getting there, and it's changed a lot. And especially since COVID hit us, uh, we, um, you know, our clients and friends in the US, they were laughing at us because we told them, you know, like e-commerce and like ordering food online and shopping online just started two years ago in Cyprus. I mean, I'm from, I'm from Hungary and the infrastructure is much better there. You can order something, you get it the next day. In Cyprus, this is a different world. But since COVID, it, everything's sped up and now we can order stuff online and order from e-commerce companies. Okay, Amazon orders come like arrive in like a month time or two, but, uh, but that's a different story. But yeah, it changed a lot. But that's only now. But you see that's how much now. you, you yeah. see how, how quickly it's changing because the world yeah. it feels to me, uh Noemi, that the that there is a the world is changing faster than it ever has in the history of mankind and humankind. We're seeing a speed up. There is there and and this is it's certainly allowing us to adapt. And 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 it's and it's sometimes very hard for us to be able to turn off so that we can re rest and recharge. So how, what what do you all do to rest and recharge? What is a what is a recharging time for you and Gabor? I mean, you know, we go to the beach and that's a great place to Ah, recharge. it's a beach that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We just live about 10 minutes from the beach by car. So it's, it's, it's great to just, you know, get out there in the summer, you can go swimming in the winter, you can walk and, you know, hike, uh, 
there are a couple of mountains here. We can get snow in the winter, so you can go up there. Even you can even ski in Cyprus. So you can ski on the same day. You can go for a ski in the mountains and go for a swim in the Mediterranean part of the country. So it's yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. <laughs> you can do that too. How lovely! What a, what what a, what a lovely idea! I mean, you're continuing to open up my mind uh, and 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 our own heart. Well, is there anything we haven't talked about, Noemi, that you want to make sure that we talk about today? Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention that uh, you just asked me about how how we relax and stuff. Like, for example, yes. I'm a tell everyone that I'm a part-time artist like I'm a weekend artist because I make collages on canvas and that's how I you know use my creative part of my brain and relax and release stress so that's what I do in the evenings and you know that's what I do during the weekends when I have time and you know one day hopefully I have my own exhibition of these canvases and collages yeah how lovely and that's the way to recharge and, and all right well Thank you, Noemi. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to be able to get to know you and know more about podcast connections. And all of the information is on the uh, podcast. It's, it'll be here on the on the links. And I'll get an opportunity to be looking forward to those emails from Noemi uh, that I can make sure and podcast connections that I can make sure and follow up on so that I can continue to populate my reasonably spontaneous conversations with the wonderful guests that you match up you're you're a matchmaker a yenta that make sure and make sure and make, make sure that we'll match you up with someone that can really make you shine yes thank you for your kind words and it's absolutely it, you know it's my pleasure and you know, I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. All right. Uh, it's Podcast Connections. Please make sure and click on the link, and we will see all of you next time. This episode of Reasonably Spontaneous Conversations has been brought to you in part by In Search of the New Compassionate Male. For more information, go to newcompassionatemail.com.